Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 140. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Bringing all awareness to this moment. We call upon our guides, our angelic helpers and loved ones. And ask any information that would support and is appropriate for our growth flow to us and through us now. And you can always set your own clear intention to receive the clarity or guidance you are seeking. And as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to offer a four-part reading using the Mystic Martian Oracle deck. This is a fun deck, (laughs) as the title describes, it is a collection of galactic family, star systems, planets, representations of I am. So whether you look at these beings as outside of you, extraterrestrial or alien, or a fractal, a aspect of your own mind, Either way, you are correct. They are outpictured archetypes that represent a state of being, as there is only one active presence here. If you are needing proof or evidence of the existence of intelligent life, I would refer you to do your own research. (laughs) There is a lot of information that would maybe support the idea of intelligent life existing elsewhere other than Earth? Am I saying I believe it in totality? No. But if I use my own experience and the data I've gathered throughout my journey here, I am leaning more towards we are the aliens. It's us. If you have been joining us on this journey, you know a major focus point that inspired me was the realization of my galactic lineage. And I've since then had a few different confirmations through sessions of brothers, sisters offering their spiritual gifts, tuning in, and everything tells me I'm not from Earth. I was recently hypnotized, and it also confirmed everything we've been sharing. So my journey has been fascinating, and also difficult, but now I see it all as one experience, and I'm having a clearer sense of my purpose here, or what I'm 
doing and what am I doing? I'm realizing what I am. And I am that I am and only I am is here. So today when we connect with the four beings from the Mystic Martian Oracle deck, remember it's a representation of your own I am presence. And although there may be beings out there in the cosmos, it really doesn't matter because we are the experiencer and the perceivers of our own life. But I think they're us. Just because I know I'm not from Earth. In the hypnosis, I saw myself on a ship and I knew it was all of us, the soul family. And the next day I was woken up out of my sleep and Osiel, or my mind, was talking to me. I was getting very quick glimpses of clarity and I knew for sure um, this is my first time here. I don't know what that means yet, but I'm going to trust clarity will ensue because that's been what's been happening. I've just been seeking, what am I? I am that I am. And the information comes. So let's take a deep breath. Let us connect with the Mystic Martian Oracle deck. Again, we are doing a four-part reading. The fourth card will represent the tool that is given to us to be utilized. And the first three cards, if we honored the illusion of time, would represent a past, present, future perspective. Yes. For this four-part reading, we are going to choose four cards right away instead of reflecting on them one at a time. I like the flow of it, the story mode, we might say. It just feels better. We will also be looking at the reading from different perspectives, not only from the collective and individual, but also the galactic as we are connecting with our galactic family here, representations of our own I am. So let's choose the four cards and see what shows up. Again, we are using the Mystic Martian Oracle deck. You can find this on Etsy. And it's really fun. Lots of green. Really fun deck. All right, breathe. Card number one, tall whites coming in reverse. Card number two, Syrians B also coming in reverse. Card number three, Vegans from Vega also coming in reverse. Card number four, coming upright, earth element, earth. 
If we honor the illusion of time, the first three cards will represent past, present, and future. The fourth card represents the tool that is given to us to utilize that will support us in this journey based on what the first three cards say. Since it is three different beings from different star systems, let us offer the reading first from the galactic perspective. We notice right away all three cards are in reverse and Earth is the only one upright. These galactic beings, the Tall Whites, Syrian, B, and Vega, are letting us know that we have mastered Earth. What does that mean? We have activated our survival mechanism and now we are more adaptable. Why would we need to be more adaptable? Because we are stepping into our galactic citizenship and this will activate higher fractals of the mind. We will start utilizing the higher mind. And that survival mechanism that supported us in being more adaptable also makes us reliable. Reliable receptacles and receivers of these refined concepts and philosophies that will start flowing to and through you very rapidly now. Let's begin with card number one, the tall whites in reversal. The tall whites are representing the past occurrences, meaning the culmination of your most dominant past thoughts, feelings, and emotions that have now made our focus point duality polarity. The galactics, these tall whites, are letting us know all the beings in the cosmos don't trust us yet. They're uncertain. They feel guarded still. This is why a mass landing has not occurred and these beings are connecting with receptacles or receivers individually. And then these individual receptacles are sharing what they're receiving with others. As you may know, I am not the only one who does this sort of telepathy work. I'm not the only trans channel on earth. There are many of us that are the receivers of these concepts and messages from somewhere else, bringing them to earth. So the tall whites are reminding us they can see us in mastery because we are, we have come a long way. We have come a long way. We're at the threshold of a new beginning and they want us to know that in the past they did not trust us as the tall whites represent past. They were very guarded, they were uncertain, but that may be changing as we're going to speak about the next card. So tall whites at a galactic perspective would represent our galactic lineage, our family, not feeling totally comfortable to connect with us at a mass setting, so they're contacting us individually. And you might be one of those receptacles. What would it take for one to be a receptacle? It would take the reinterpretation of your earth experience to see how your survival mechanism have served you, meaning you've gone through your journey and you're here. You made it, you survived, you adapted at the appropriate speed 
and in the appropriate ways to bring you here. Now you're more reliable, a reliable source to be contacted or connected with these beings. For the collective, the message might stay the same. But we can reverse that, meaning we are sort of guarded. We don't really have trust of others. We feel uncertain. And why is that? The collective feels uncertain and guarded because the system that we were putting our trust in, our security in, we are now seeing it was not very reliable. And Earth is reminding us we come here to learn how to rely on ourselves, how to be adaptable in the occurrence that your outpictured security would fumble or collapse at a collective level the tall whites are showing us. It's okay to feel distrust right now. It's okay to feel guarded and unsure about what decisions to make next because that unsureness is exactly what's going to make us come together and make the decision together for the highest good of all. In regards to your individual experience, the tall whites are asking us, where do you feel guarded or uncertain? Where do you feel like you don't trust yourself or another when it comes to your connectivity? When it comes to your ability to tune into your own guidance, whether you call it aliens or angels, higher self? Where can you trust yourself more to be your own reliable source of information that leads you towards your own well-being because only you know? This tall white card is depicted with two tall whites, a masculine and a feminine. Behind them is a uh, craft. It has a sort of language, hieroglyph type sigils all over the craft. The beings are wearing pants, like a black leather pant with yellow patches on the left and right hips, a big golden buckle on their belt, a long sleeve leather jacket it looks like, black sleeves with the gray torso, red stripes on the breast like a patch or a badge, sort of a turtleneck. They look very chic and obviously they're tall whites very pale, sort of cone-ish shaped head, high cheekbone, very dainty mouth and chin, big, big eyes, very frail, skinny, tiny, tiny. The masculine is holding a blue orb, but he's not holding it. It's slightly hovering over his left hand. And this may be an offering as that blue orb represents throat chakra. The gift is they would like to give us messages that we can translate through our own word. How do we know? Because they're standing on the earth. Out of all the three pictures, the tall whites are the only ones on earth. Their ship is behind them. They've landed on earth and they're standing on the grass. There's trees behind them, a blue sky. 
similar to the earth element card that shows up in card number four. So the tall whites are showing us they have a deep connection with earth and they know why we feel guarded or we don't trust our galactic citizenship yet. So they're being patient. They want to connect with us in a way that does not cause distress or panic and it's through us. So we want to be grounded and we can do that by trusting our abilities and our intuitive nature which can tune into many aspects of the mind that are represented through beings or um, energies. And in this depiction, the tall whites may be reminding you you could do what I could do, meaning you're a galactic telepath. We can tune in and offer messages from source. That's card number one. Card number two, Syrians B, Sirius B. As you know, in the readings I received, I was told Osiel is from Sirius A. It is my understanding beings on Sirius A are more sort of artistic, playful, creative, like musical, and Sirius B is where you're more serious. <laughs> so we will see what Sirius B has to say following the tall whites. Syrian B, Sirius B, is bringing awareness to our responsibilities, to our lessons that support our growth. Again, they represent a more serious nature, which would be as if we told someone, grow up. Not grow up in a sense of seriousness, as seriousness is a defense against the truth. They're trying to give us a deeper understanding in regards to dealing with these serious issues on earth, taking our responsibilities and integrating our lessons, but not taking the fluidity out of it with the rigidity of the seriousness. How do we know? On this card, it is a water being. Looks like a fish, humanoid. He's red. Behind him there is a mermaid. She is jumping out and into the water. And there's also a dolphin. They're in a very beautiful multicolored water that would be like an ocean, only they're not on Earth. And we know this because the sky is black with purple clouds and there are four planetary systems in the sky. Two pretty pinkish red, two orangish brown. There are mountains which would suggest being close to the tall white card and the Vega card. They're also, which we will get to, on an Earth-like setting. They have grass as well and trees, but it's not Earth. It's like Earth. But the Earth element, as card number four may be showing us, all three of these beings have a deep connection to Earth and they're trying to connect with us. So Sirius B is reminding us of our ability to take responsibility and accountability but in a playful manner because the dolphin represents playfulness and higher self and the mermaid while that's just magical that represents imagination childlike nature fun what's that word mythical creatures from a galactic perspective 
Series B is reminding us that we come to Earth for the purpose of growth. And we facilitate this growth through lessons. And we receive those lessons by taking responsibility and accountability for our own experience here, since only you manifest for you. The water or ocean like body could represent a purification of the emotional body once we take accountability for our experience. Meaning, when you take dominion over your life and you ask yourself, why did I choose this? What lessons was I trying to receive here? You take yourself immediately out of victimhood and put yourself back in the point of power, which is your choice, that you get to make a choice. So all of our choices here will create an effect. This is essentially karma, cause and effect. And Sirius B is reminding us we come to Earth because cause and effect happens very quickly here. And we have an opportunity to grow very fast. But we do that through being responsible for our vibrational nature. Whatever we put out, we must be accountable for because we will have to receive it. So from a galactic point of view, Sirius B is recognizing our self-mastery as well. Letting us know the behind the scenes. And since it's telling us it must be a non-interference, meaning we must be coming to this realization and we are getting the confirmation of it so we can stay playful and lighthearted about it. Sirius B for the collective goes without saying, we need to take responsibility. The biggest lesson now, it seems to be for the collective, that we need to grow up. We need to be more spiritually mature, meaning with that fourth card coming in all the readings, since they all look like Earth. We need to be more responsible for the way we take care of our environment. We are the stewards of Mother Gaia. We're the protectors and preservers. So the lesson is that we keep looking at the effect on Earth, all the bad things happening. We want to blame climate change. We want to blame those people on over the imaginary border. We want to blame that technology they're releasing and the dark elite. It's us. Only we are here. And how would we come to terms with these lessons? That's when we speak about the individual. The individual perspective for Sirius B is that we support and help the collective by taking responsibility for our own vibrational nature, our own experiences, our own cause and effect. And as you do your own inner work and you come to facilitate your own growth, you will bring that support and encouragement to others just through your vibration. You won't even need to say it. This water body, the body of water, is reminding us that you create a ripple. We have told you before, when one heart heals, all hearts heal. So when you grow up and take responsibility for your own experience from a vibrational standpoint not grow up meaning be serious 
but as we're speaking of serious here, you can see the lightheartedness as that sort of a joke. The message coming from Sirius is saying don't be so serious, but they're also telling us to grow up and learn your lessons, take responsibility, but not in a serious way, in a fun, lighthearted way. So how do we do that? While you make it fun. You make it fun by seeing the evidence of your alignment, by bearing witness to the synchronicities, the sign, the golden opportunities that come to and through you. That's when it gets fun, when you begin to see yourself as a co-creator with I am. The third card, Vagan, the vegans from Vega. Also a focus point as it came in in reversal. This is a possible outcome or probable outcome if we do take responsibility for our own actions which supports our rapid growth we will then learn to trust others because as you don't do you as you do do your own inner work you begin to see the evidence of that around you the gifts of god the miracles you receive are not yours alone when you receive them you see them in all others you see it in the world so this third card is the probable outcome if we step outside of our distrust and let down our guard just enough to be able to take accountability for our own actions. When you let down your guard, you stop blaming others for your experience. When you let down your guard and you stop blaming others, now that distrust dissolves and you trust others and then you trust yourself more. So we want to trust ourselves first for sure. So you can trust others, but you can't trust yourself if you're guarded against others. One of the Course in Miracles lessons is I trust my brothers who are one with me. I trust my brothers who are one with me. They're one with me, so this means whatever I see them doing whatever state of being I imagine them in, it's a representation of my own energy, my own vibration. So if you're not trusting others, it's an indicator you still have work to do in self. So let's be in gratitude for those brothers, sisters, and beings we thought we couldn't trust, giving us that safe space to see our own inner work. So if we let our guard down become more trusting, we will be able to take responsibility for our own actions and we will notice our growth propelling. It'll be accelerated because the lessons will come very quickly. Once you take responsibility for actions, you take dominion of your experience and now everything becomes a lesson. And if we put those two together, Vega is now showing us that it's time for peace. It's time to honor our sovereignty as Vega represents very, what's this word, passionately sovereign beings. They represent independence, um, solitude, going into retreat, being the hermit, being alone for a while, which we have been discussing here. So Vega is reminding us if we put the two first messages together, we will create peace on earth. 
and they represent a probable outcome that is the closest to Earth we're in that timeline right now. Because as we look at the cards, they're also sitting on grass with the tree, but you can tell it's not Earth, it looks like Earth. But there's a rock on the floor that looks like a little pyramid, square, diamond shape. There's little things that let us know it's not Earth, but it looks like Earth. So maybe it is Earth, but it don't look like Earth because it's going to be in a new state of being. How do we do that? By doing your own work, honoring your sovereignty, understanding that you need to create and walk your own path. Do we do that together? Yes, but you are more harmonious to others and influential in a beneficial way when you have done your own work, when you have come to peace within yourself first. From a galactic, a galactic perspective, the Vagans are showing us that in our solitude and isolation, that's when they connect with us. When you are alone with your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, that's where you are being supported the most. And this support in your solitude comes to you through you. This is why it gets confusing and you don't trust yourself or abilities going to the first card. You're not trusting yourself because you're not giving yourself to be accountable for your own thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So in your solitude, you will rest alone with the I am presence and then there's all the beings. There's your loved ones, there's your angels, there's your teachers and guides. So in solitude and your independent nature of sovereignty, you will find peace because you will come to know your I am. That's your self-discovery. And then there's your spiritual awakening. The Vagans for the Collective also reminding us that we need to be spiritually sovereign beings as a collective. What does this mean? We need to come to an agreement that we will all trust one another enough to do our own work. And when we trust one another to do our own work, we will focus more on doing our own work instead of focusing one on what other people are doing or not. When we come together as a unit that is celebrating individuality, more gets done because others, beings, brothers, sisters are allowed to shine and to bring forth their gifts, their natural talents and abilities that are part of them. So we want to honor individuality for the collective in a very beautiful way, meaning you are created unique and special. No one is you, and a lot of the reason why the old paradigm would have us be a follow the leader type of society is because they don't want you to know your independence, your individuality, because that's where your gifts from God are. Only you are you. You are your gift. So they take away our ind and who's they? We, it's us. We were playing both parts, giving us the opportunity to grow, to know ourselves as I am, and to realize. So we, they, have slowly taken away our individuality so that you would not know who you are outside of the influence of the outpictured world. When you come to know yourself as I am, now you're in the kingdom of heaven within. So the Vagans for the collective are telling us it's time 
to choose individually peace in your own experience, harmonize your own inner conflicts, so that you can liberate yourself and break free from your own trials, your own suffering. And then once you have spent time alone in your I am presence, you bring that peace to the world at a vibrational level. You do this simply by existing. Individually speaking, Vega is reminding you, it is time to spend some quiet time alone in contemplation and meditation. When you connect in solitude, you're not alone. So when we say it's time to be alone, we mean physically. But when you are alone physically, that's when you are activating the links between you and higher aspects of your own self. So you're never alone. You're never alone. But in solitude, you will feel alone because we are taking the focus away from the outpictured world that we have been so focused on for a long time. And in your alone time, when you are with your thoughts and feelings, this support and guidance from other realms, planets or star systems, we can say, is there to support you immediately. So then that's when it gets fun. You can inquire, ask questions, bring your curiosities and your wonderings to those own fractals of your own mind. You will come to peace with the world once you have come to peace with yourself and your own world. You will see that you have guidance, mentorship, support forever, forever and ever. So never more do we need to look to the outside world for our security. We don't need to wonder or guess. We've been saying this. All we need to do is ask and put ourselves in the vicinity of the answer. And Vega is confirming that. And it also confirms a beautiful thing as it is in the third position. With peace and solitude, individuality, it does represent a spiritually free and sovereign planet, peace on earth. So that makes me happy. The final card, Earth Element, Mother Earth. Again, the fourth card represents the tool that's given to us for support. Mother Earth coming up very strongly as she's the only upright card. There is a triangle upside down on this card that does represent the Earth Element as there is a line through it creating another small triangle within the triangle. And that's the sigil for Earth, the upside-down triangle. And that is also the energy of Yin, which is the Divine Feminine. This also represents your receptivity, your intuitive abilities. So what is the tool here? Earth. Meaning, we are perfectly supportive. Everything we need is on Earth. There is nothing that we need that we won't find here. So if we put the three messages together with this message from Earth, our galactic family is telling us, stop trying to leave the planet and fix your own first. Stop trying to find other places to go when you haven't even discovered the full resonance and resources of your own planet. You haven't even discovered what's in your ocean and you're trying to leave and come and see what's over here. There's nothing over here. 
because you haven't found it over there yet. You have been given a resource that is created to sustain you forever. Forever. There's no coincidence that the very sustenance that was created and given to you as a gift is also the thing that you have been destroyed and then you wonder why you're dying. You wonder why death seems to be inevitable while you're killing your resource, your sustenance. And then it's the irony. We're dying, we're the planet's falling, it's melting, it's heating up. Look at the ca- all these things are attributed to the one cause, which is you, the humanoid. It was your gift and you did what you wanted with the earth. Earth is a realm of existence where you essentially learn how to survive. And the support that you would need in that survival realm of existence is the earth itself. You were destroying your own survival, your own solution. But since everything serves a purpose, and there is only one Almighty Presence active here playing both parts, all parts, what must have been the lesson here? We have been given the opportunity to watch ourselves adapt very quickly. So from a galactic perspective, these beings are telling us, Earth is the realm of existence that you agree to focus yourself into so that you can learn and realize how to survive. And how do you survive? Only through I am, only through God. That's your only security, your only salvation, your only liberation. So what does that mean? It means that the humanoid is experiencing the outpictured conflicts and realizing until they go within and turn to God the I am, they will not have the reliable source that helps them survive or move forward. You have been being pushed towards the I am pushed to focus on God more. How do you do that? Through one another, through unity consciousness. This is the Christ, through oneness. For a collective perspective, Earth is representing the... What's this word? symbiotic nature of negative-positive. The circumstances that are happening on Earth today in regards to everything can only ever be one thing, and that is the outpictured reflection of our inner projections, our inner occurrences. So we have been given the opportunity to watch ourselves become adaptable, to learn and realize that we are multidimensional and we need to refer to other senses in order to harmonize or neutralize the conflicts we've created. We're only creating more problems when we look to the outpictured world for our security. We need to learn how to rely on ourselves. And in order for that to happen at a collective level 
Everyone needed to realize that we have been giving our power away to forces outside of us instead of manifesting for ourselves. So, in regards to your individual experience, Earth is reminding us that you have all the survival resources and tools that you need within you. Your only job today is to learn how to adapt, to know that you are your most reliable source to move you from here to there, and there is referring to whatever your preference is, whatever your goal. The world is collapsing around us at a rapid rate so that we as individual individuals can see that we shouldn't be putting our security and our trust in the outpictured world anyway. Only through God, only through I am is salvation possible. So it's been working in our favor, everything. We've mentioned this before. It's like we said, I want to go to earth. I want to see what happens when I turn away from God. What happens when I turn away from myself as the I am? And then once we realize we know better, and then we will do better. So what have we come to know if we put all these messages together? We are approaching the threshold where we will come to know ourselves as galactic citizens. And our galactic brothers, sisters, and beings are already there in rejoicing celebration because they see us in self-mastery already. Because they remember what Earth is, they know exactly what it is, and what we set out to do coming here. And since there's only one I Am Presence active, we need to trust and have faith that we are fulfilling the will of the Creator. No other will can be fulfilled. But we are approaching a time where we want to catch up to speed with these galactic beings or the fractals of our own mind so that we can grow in the direction of harmony as a collective on Earth. We need to focus on our own house first. We need to clean up our own planet. We need to support and love our own home before we try to go explore the cosmos. And we can and we will. We will, but not until we show these galactic beings that they can trust us and we won't show them they could trust us till we learn how to trust ourselves. And when we trust ourselves, we will trust ourselves as a collective to be able to unmanifest everything we've done here and to create a beautiful environment where galactics will come back and forth, where we will visit beings from other star systems, timelines, or what have you. That's a possibility. If it's a probability, this way. If it's a possibility, it's a probability. And the quantum physics will tell you in the realm of probabilities, anything can happen and it is happening. It's existing now. We just need to line up with it. So there is a timeline when we're in open, direct communication with our galactic family. But only when we show them that we can be trusted to make such a very profound contact with galactic and extraterrestrial beings? Are you kidding? You think that these intelligent life forces are going to come and visit us and have a barbecue if they're watching us destroy our planet? They know that it's our sustenance, our life force, and they're watching us destroy it? Okay, let's go visit these people who are killing off their life force. I don't know about you, but I would not want to visit. Well, I guess that's a bad excuse because that's what I'm doing. 
That's what a lot of us are doing. So we're helping us get ready to get ready to make open contact is what it sounds like. And we can start in our own experience, coming to know your own mind as the I am presence, tuning into other aspects of your own big infinite consciousness. But there are beings in rejoice and celebration waiting for the day that we show them that we can live in harmony with other beings. We can't even live with our own brothers and sisters on earth. We create invisible borders and you want a whole other planet to come and visit us? Beings from a whole other star system, we don't even like brothers or sisters who are a different color than us on earth and you want beings to come here who are colors you haven't even seen? Do you see where that logic just doesn't add up? <laughs> we are dealing with a multidimensional aspect of ourself here. What does that mean? We need to sit and be anchored in our fifth dimensional awareness to be able to make this sort of contact. What does that look like? To make a very long description short, we need to be completely without judgment. That's when you will know we are ready to meet an extraterrestrial race because judgment will cease to exist. Yes, 